Hi, my name is Renita, and I am your host of the Be Your Own Kind podcast. My podcast aligns with idea of my blog of feeling comfortable with you. I'm excited to share topics and ideas with you today. Thanks for tuning in. Renita and you are tuning into a new episode of Say What. If you are new to the Be Your Own Kind brand, welcome. If you like what you hear and see, please subscribe to the Be Your Own Kind YouTube channel. And if you're listening to the podcast, please follow me. Also in the description box, you can find my Linktree link to all Be Your Own Kind related matters, such as the BYOK merch, where we sell items from t-shirts, sweatshirts, masks, and mugs. Also, you will find our website and the links to my social media pages. Also, we are always looking to collaborate with others, such as business owners, vloggers, bloggers, or just if you simply want to share your story. Last but not least, if you are looking to promote your business, Be Your Own Kind will gladly promote you. If you are interested in details, please email me at info at beyourownkind.com. Thank you for tuning in and for supporting the Be Your Own Kind platform. This week's episode will cover the topic of child support. The child support program originated in the year 1975 under the governorship of President Gerald Ford. It was created for divorced fathers to send court-appointed payments to the mother for the purpose of taking care of their child. Today, child support can be appointed to either the mother or, or the father. However, it's been widely connected to deadbeat fathers. At times, child support has been used as a weapon to force the parent to play a part in their child's life. Other times, it's just used as simply income where the mom or dad don't even have to ever seek employment. Like, they live off of that. In cases, some people feel that that's okay. Um, and then other people feel that it's just straight wrong. So, a woman denying to file child support is often frowned upon because it's just plain unfair for a parent to have to raise a child alone. Some some parents, exclusively women, don't want to deal with the hassle, and in this case of the feature video today, the parent feels defeated and just doesn't want to be bothered. The video today is an interview on the show Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee, Blue Taluzma, and DJ Damage, and Takashi 69s baby mother, Sarah Molina. I do not follow Takashi 69 closely, but I did hear of a baby mother that was accused of sleeping with his then friend Shada. In the interview, she denied dating Shada, but I digress as I want to stick to the topic. I looked her up and it appears Sarah and Takashi 69 were together before he became globally famous. They met at age 16 when he worked at a deli and he was her first love. Fast forwarding, their relationship became tumultuous and she admitted to him beating her. Sarah shared an instance of the abuse when her and Takashi were in Dubai in an interview with the DailyBeast.com. Sarah Molina quoted that Takashi 69 had been sleeping when she arrived, but he had no sooner wakened than he was going through her phone. He demanded to know about a particular guy. She had not failed to see pictures that had been posted online of him cavorting in Dubai with two young women. 
and he's punched me in the head because of a guy talking to me, she noted. She said Takashi accused her of allowing his manager, Kifano, Shadi Jordan, to seek more than her friendship. He apparently hoped to elicit a confession from her by confessing himself to sleeping with more than 70 other women in the past year, resulting in multiple pregnancies. She said he told her that he had acquired multiple STDs. Basically, he admitted to me he is a sex addict, she told the Daily Beast. But she could not confess to what she had not done. She said that he then announced he was giving her one more chance to admit what had not, in fact, ever happened. I'm going to ask you again, has Shadi ever tried to come home to you? She recalled him demanding. Then she said he commits the second beating. He started to punch me again. He said he started beating me for two hours straight. He seemed suddenly stronger, more ferocious, more determined not just to hurt but to inquire than during the previous beating, she said. He had the craziest look in his eyes, she remembered. I was scared. Why is he acting this way? I had never seen him like that. He punched me so hard in my right ear I thought I was deaf. She said the punches were joined by kicks and that every time she tried to scramble to the door, he pulled her back. She began to scream and he pressed a pillow over her face, knowing that she has a fear of being suffocated, she said. This was his way of telling me to stop screaming. They ended up on the bed. He put his arm around my neck and started choking me she remembered. He said, I just have to make an example. I can't have you out here making me look stupid. Now that we have some context of Takashi69 Takashi and Sarah's relationship, we can now better understand her sentiments in the feature video regarding her seeking child support from Takashi69. You heard me right. Takashi69, who has a net worth of approximately $6 million, does not pay child support. But after further ado, let's check out the clip from Sarah's interview with the host of Hollywood Unlocked. You were talking about how he's not taking care of his kid or he's not there not supporting. You know, I don't see you out asking for Birkin bags, asking for cars, asking for trips. I I see you talking about his lack of parenting and being involved in your kid's life, not being with you, not giving you clout, being in your kid's life, his kid's life, his kid's life. Uh, why do you think people are missing that? I, I just feel like no matter the logic behind anything anybody says, people just totally don't get it when people say it. They just listen to what he says. I mean, I'm not, it's not about me and him. We're not together. So it's just like, I make that very cute. I make that very clear. No matter, like, a lot of people get lost in translation when I speak or the times that I do tell my story. When I tell my story and... I speak on, or I get personal for the few times that I do, like whether it's over live or something, people like to misconstrue it and be like, she's bitter, she's bitter, she wants it. Look, it's just like, no, I'm passionate. And the number one thing I'm passionate about is being a parent and my, and my daughter. So it's just like, yes, it's gonna frustrate me when I see him not being equally as well involved or just want to, that want, I don't see that, even if he didn't have the time, because him being who he is, just that genuine want. Like, you can't see your daughter FaceTime her iPad. You can't, you know, do certain things. It's just certain things that I never built a, bar a bar barrier or bridge or made it difficult for him to be active. I don't have him on child support. Um, I've made it very does, does he Does he help? Does he help financially at all? No. Not what? even a dollar. Not even a dollar. He popped up into my my daughter's life. 
recently after he got off house arrest, um, I did allow him to see the baby. I didn't, like, we didn't have no real direct conversation. Everything's mediated, through, like, through my mom. So she was the middle person and, you know, us talking. I haven't spoken to the guy in almost two years, you know? I had no conversation with him. He wasn't calling the, you know, to check on the baby until like a whole year after he was already locked up, you know, and he chose not to speak or reach out. But this is but this is what I said to Nia Guzman about Chris Brown, right? You didn't ask to get in a relationship with a rapper, but you did. Uh, I mean, you didn't ask to have a baby by a rapper, but you ended up having a baby by a man who became a rapper and became wealthy, who now has a responsibility. What is this not going after child support thing? I'm glad that Nia did it, and why are you not doing it? No, no, I've ch- that's one thing. It, it, it's the, the idea of child support, people look at it as a ticket. It's so frustrating to me that I have to go to, it's actually embarrassing, that I have to go to a court to ask them that they mandate you to help me. I'm not asking you to provide a lifestyle, just help, bro. And I feel like, you should want to provide those things for your kids. You should want your kids to live as equally good, as good as you. I'm not asking you to buy me a bag or to pay for anything for myself. I take care of myself. Just contribute and show interest and spend time with my daughter. That's it. That's all I like. really press on, and that's where my frustration comes. His life but, Sarah, the, the, but, Sarah, but Sarah, the way that Nia was able to get Chris to do that and to be more active and to show up and do what he was supposed to do. Because your daughter deserves to live, uh, uh, I mean, she, she probably lives well now, but what I'm can saying I, is- Can I ask you a question? Yes. Chris Brown ain't walking around with a thousand six nines on his head, or all of his body in wigs, all right? They're two different people. He's <laughs> so far, the frustration I have with dealing and I don't even, I don't have, I don't speak to him. I almost want to say, first of all, I can't even deal with you right now. What, what she basically said was Chris Brown ain't walking around like a clown with a damn lace front on his neck. Like, I get That's it. That's literally what she said. Thinking, That's literally what no, she said. No, this way of thinking is completely different, I think, from the average man and person right now. Because I don't. Clearly. That's what I'm trying to but you're, but, but, but if he But if he can go on the shade room and tell my friend Angie, that he pays $15,000 for each wig he does. He can make sure that Soraya has a college fund set up, that she yep. has can any I, private I, school I, she I, wants I, to I go to. completely personal with you. He said he spent more on his, I think, on his girlfriend in one year than what he has put away for our daughter in a college. Wow. But that's the point. You have the power to go and hold him accountable. He ain't he ain't new to yes, the force. And let me tell you something. This is I've got all right, so it was early twenty early twenty nineteen and I did this was maybe a little after the last incident incident that he put his hands on me and then he went away to jail and just completely cut all communication. So at this point I don't know what's going on. I, I'm hearing he's cooperating. I'm hearing all these other things. So I go, I'm like, he didn't leave us with anything completely. Like, he left us out to dry while he got locked up and took care of the people that he wanted to take care of. So I went to child support. I filed the case or whatever. I did all of that. 
when I go to follow, I went again to follow up. They're telling me that it's like obsolete. Like there's nothing in the system. I don't have a case number, nothing under my name, nothing. So I'm like, this is ridiculous. I was just here last week. And so it just disappeared? Like it was deleted. Like it was removed Ooh. from the system. So listen to this. The lady who was working the counter looking it up. Anywhere I go, especially after that point, you know, I was super under the radar. I didn't want to go to a public building in Brooklyn to family court to, you know, just be spotted or whatever. You know, I was taking caution with those things. So I had a hoodie on and she was like, I know who you are. And I'm like, do you? She goes, yeah. And I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm a publicist. And she was, I guess, promoting herself. And she goes, I'm being The lady fun. working at the courthouse? Yeah. She was this like, messy. She was like, there are people who remove case, you know, cases. She was like, I'm going to put it in and I'm going to send it through, through for you. So I went ahead and I was like, you know, I was, I was grateful. I was like, oh my God, thank you. You know, she's like, don't worry. Get what you're supposed to get for your daughter. That's what she told me. So I had ended up moving. So the county that I moved to, I had, a, you know, I followed up with them. So, um, again, so I moved out the system. And I'm not going to lie, after hearing that it was taken out of the system, or how, I don't even know how it works, but they weren't finding anything. And I was going back and reapplying. It was so frustrating. So it's just like, you know what? I took it as he got a good memorial, okay? Because whoever it is that's removing my case, they, he's really not trying to help me. So it was just frustrating and embarrassing that I gotta keep on doing this for you to want to do for your daughter so I just said forget the whole thing Although Jason Lee felt strongly and was pushing the issue that Sarah seeks out child support, Sarah seemed defeated and she just didn't see the point of pursuing it. She also felt like she was forcing a father to raise their daughter when clearly he doesn't want to. And it was almost deplorable and embarrassing for her to even do this. She admitted to having tried in the past just to find out that she was wiped out of the system. And in my opinion, if someone would go to those heights to avoid responsibility, they just don't want to do the right thing. This instance is not specific to Sarah and Takashi, as I have heard of fathers knowing someone that worked in the system and getting their cases wiped out or their child support payments are reduced to a ridiculous minimum amount. This is disheartening to the mother and father that simply need the financial help and I find that the parent that makes the most money are usually the ones that are not helping out. Although it is important for a parent to be present in their child's life, if they're not going to be present physically, why not provide the financial support? Some absent fathers are known to be physically present in their child's life because they have to pay child support. Although it sucks that he would need to be forced to take care of his child, at the end of the relationship has blossomed between the child and the dad and hopefully a connection is made. In this instance of Takashi 69 and Sarah, she just moved on. She's over it. And I think she's relieved that she doesn't have to deal with him in any capacity. 
she is unbothered and does not see the need to fight with someone that clearly don't want to be in their child life. However, there are some women that will fight to the death to get financial support or some women that will use their child for leverage to get child support when a dad only wants to see their child. There are so many scenarios for how child support is meant for good and how it's used for bad. And if I go over all of them, this video would be hours and hours long. So I will conclude that some people use child support as a manipulation tactic and some people use child support for simply supporting their child. So what are your thoughts on this matter? Have you known someone or have you been tied up in a child support debacle? If so, leave me a voicemail on Anchor or DM me on my social media platforms or text me on at area code 773-819-2378. Area code 773-819-2378. And until next time, don't forget to be your own kind and take care of yourself.